Hello and welcome to the second of our two-part video series on The Age of Innocence, which is a novel by Edith Wharton. And in this video, I'll be looking at the main key characters of this novel, as well as the key themes, and analysing sections of both characters, the themes, as well as how they intertwine when you consider the plot. So now, beginning with the key characters of the novel. Newland Archer is arguably the protagonist of the story. He's a wealthy young lawyer who's engaged to May Welland. However, we learn that he's torn between his love of Ellen. Uh, however, on the other hand, he also has a duty to marry a proper girl like May and conform to the very strict social standards at the time that governed aristocracy. Countess Ellen Olenska is the other key character. She's the femme fatale. She's May's cousin. She is American, but she was raised in Europe and she married a Polish count and she's extremely worldly. We get hints that the Polish count cheated on her and this is why she returned to New York. She's not happy to just settle for that treatment and her behaviour is considered inappropriate in high society and she's more free-thinking and carefree than her family feel confident or comfortable about. May Welland is Archer's fiancée and later wife. Uh, she is incapable of thinking for herself and follows etiquette and manners extremely closely and she's also very loyal, not only to her husband but also to the society and to the social standards by which she's meant to live by. However, we also do learn that she's not actually as naive as Archer seems to think and she suspects that he is having an affair with Ellen and she correctly does so and intervenes very skillfully to stop it. Now the key themes. The first major theme is to do with society and class. So this story concentrates on the wealthiest class in New York. And whilst they are the wealthiest, they certainly aren't the happiest. They live in constant worry about their reputations being uh, brought into dismay and also being socially shunned. And uh, they have to follow very highly restrictive codes in order to stay in this very exclusive aristocratic world. And Wharton portrays them in almost a satirical way, comparing them to very primitive tribes. Love and duty is another important theme. Uh, love and romance is almost non-existent in this society. People marry and use marriage more to form uh, alliances, which will help them from a strategic and a social perspective, much less uh, when it comes to romance. And characters are bound by social norms and duty to family, um, and they have to marry someone who's suitable, not somebody that they love. Uh, for example, Archer cannot marry Ellen, even if he truly loves her. And duty to family and norms seem to trump love throughout the book. Even when Mary is gone and Archer is older, he still decides not to see Ellen in order to stay faithful in his mind to May's memory. Gender is another important theme. They're very well-defined gender roles in this society. Men are expected to make money and women are expected to be polite, have children, and both are expected to marry and never divorce. It seems as though men have more power, however. It's more acceptable for the men to have an affair so long as they try to hide it. Uh, women in this society are seen as needing a husband or a father to protect them. 
But in the end, we see that the women do have a lot of social power, which makes us wonder who really is in charge behind the scenes. Dissatisfaction is also another important and prominent theme. So the characters in this story are only happy when they don't question society and its rules. However, Archer becomes unhappy when he meets Ellen and realises how artificial and also how superficial his world is. And dissatisfaction comes from questioning what is normal and what's always been accepted. The novel also emphasises just how important family is during this time and also to this class. So to divorce and marry someone from a lower class or do anything else is extremely shameful and it brings shame upon your whole family whose reputation can be tarnished. Families also function almost like little companies and social circles and negotiate with other families to arrange marriages, often as alliances, uh, give one another jobs and have a sense of duty to one another. Now, from an analytical perspective, firstly, uh, Archer is a very interesting character for us. He symbolises the ideal gentleman of the period, one who chooses family and duty over romance. But he's also very unhappy and extremely disillusioned. So we wonder whether the price he has to pay to remain this ideal image of a good gentleman is worth paying. He's also uh, our point of view. Uh, We see most of the events through his eyes and some of what we see, therefore, might be very biased. The narrator at some point becomes a third person omniscient voice, which gives us a different perspective. It's interesting when you're thinking about the symbolism of flowers. So lilies are associated with purity. And this is why Archer in the story sends so many lilies to May. Roses, on the other hand, are associated with passion and wealth and luxury. And Archer, when he is having his romance with Helen, with Ellen, uh, sends these to her. And roses and sometimes in cultures signify adultery and jealousy. Flowers are also a status symbol. Orchards and other flowers are expensive to import, so families keep them around to show off the wealth. So that's all for now. I hope you found this video summarising key characters, themes and key points of analysis useful. If you found it useful, do give us a thumbs up. Do share the video as well to somebody who you think might benefit from watching it. And please subscribe to our channel for more educational videos and free revision worksheets. Thank you so much for listening.